The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. The mm-hmm. Eagles, BLG, back in the course of this game, I'm watching it and I'm thinking, the 49ers lost to the Eagles? And then they start coming mm-hmm. back and they're in it at the end of the game. And then I'm like, oh, I don't feel so bad about the 49ers lost to the Eagles. Like, how is it that they can look so bad for most of the game and then all of a sudden storm back and at the end they have a chance to win i mean this has just been a common theme throughout the doug peterson tenure really is that the eagles are really good at digging themselves into a hole and they're also good at either like you know climbing out of it entirely or like climbing out of it somewhat and uh they are a resilient team but it, it just it's incredibly annoying that they have to be resilient it's like they shoot themselves in the foot and they find a way to kind of recover to some extent and make the most of it, uh, but but not quite entirely. And I think when you look at the Eagles these past two weeks, you have to kind of have some kind of positive feeling because they they faced a tough Steelers defense. Uh, again, I said it, they've allowed the fewest points in the league, and they put up twenty nine against them last week. Like they they and despite despite like missing. Um, and against the Ravens, which was also a very tough defense, obviously. Uh, they ended up with like Carson Wentz and Jason Kelsey as the only two starters from this year. Like they're they're down to like no one. They're down to their third string right tackle, a guy named Brett Toth, who had never played any NFL snaps before this year. Um, they're just there's backups everywhere. Travis Fulgham, you know, who was only added to the team in training camp, is like dominating a wide receiver. Uh, they're relying on Jalen Hurts. To like, they have to get him involved in the offense. Their backup quarterback that they took at number fifty-three, a rookie, to like finally get a first down late in the second quarter. Uh, like things are just not in a good state at all. But with that said, I think Carson Wentz is playing better. Still not, you know, where he needs to be and not good enough. And the bar has been way lowered because of how poor he started this year. Way lower than it should be for a hundred and twenty-eight million dollar quarterback. But I think if you really want to be an optimistic or an optimistic person about this you can say the eagles last two games were kind of like these moral victories which i don't like that uh that mindset but i think like they they have made some kind of progress and given how bad the nfc east is i think they're they can they can they should win this division no they're clearly right in it in part because of that tie um i if you ask me which coach has the best two-point conversions, short yardage plays in the league? I would have said Doug Peterson, hands down. I think he's fantastic at it. Right? Beyond the Philly special, I just think that's he's really good at those plays. But they score a touchdown at the end of this game, and they have to go for two. What the hell was that, BLG? You got, you've got Carson Wentz, and then he's at a mesh point with the running back, and it looked like they both wanted to keep the ball, and... Baltimore was not fooled at all either way. They had both covered. I thought that was an absolutely horrible play call in that spot for Doug Peterson, which is something to me he never does. Yeah, I mean, Doug, too, didn't have the best explanation on local Philadelphia radio where he said, like, they ran out of play calls in, in terms of their two-point conversion. Now, why, now, in his defense, I think what he meant by that is that, like, you know, they only practice so many going into a game, right? Like you, you don't practice just like a billion plays for that week. Like you, you limited practice time. So I think he meant like we hadn't, you know, practiced uh, a certain amount over because they had to, they had to go for, or they did go for two a lot early in the game and they had a lot of goal line situations. So I understand what he was saying. No one's going to like that quote and no one's going to like this explanation, but I understand where he was coming from with it. Now, with that said, I will criticize him in that 
Carson Wentz is the guy who like got them back into that game making plays. So, and their running game, you know, which was missing Miles Sanders, by the way, because Miles Sanders got hurt and it sounds like he's going to miss a game or two here. You know, like, why are you putting the ball in the hands of Boston Scott, your backup running back at all? Like, why, why is that the plan? When Carson Wentz got you back into the game, just call a passing play. Like, let him decide the game for you. I, I, that's what I don't like about it. It's like, Carson Wentz brought you here. Now let him either win the game for you or lose the game. Like, put it on him. Don't put it on anyone else. Especially, it's not like they had a ton of other really good options, too. Like, he was clearly your best player at that point. That that quote from Doug Peterson would drive me nuts. We ran out of so then call something you've already called. Like you could call the same play more than once, dude. That, I mean, I I agree with you. I'm sure that's not what he meant, but it sounds horrible. And I'm sure the Philly fans have jumped all over him for it. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.